Hello, welcome to Shooting for Grand. I am your host, Sierra Collins. These podcasts are designed to be inspirational for any showman shooting for grand on the county, state, or national level. Today's sponsor is the Silver Steer, original sterling silver livestock jewelry. From now until Christmas, the Silver Steer is offering a special deal for when you order, if you say you have tuned into Shooting for Grand, you can get show calf post earrings casted in sterling silver for $10 off with the original price at $35. To use PayPal, message the Silver Steer on Facebook or you can text your information at 580-704-5849. These are great Christmas presents. I got some show calf earrings for my birthday and they are super cute. And I believe there is other jewelry for sale. So be sure to look into that. Today in this interview, I will be talking about what the cattle industry has taught me and what I have learned from starting a podcast. A few weeks after Tulsa, I realized that I kind of had to do an interview by myself, and I didn't have any idea where to start. So my mom and I thought of an idea, and I asked a few people that I've interviewed what they would ask me. And I got some really great responses, which I'm very grateful for because it's made it a lot easier. Chancy Clark's question was, what has the cattle industry taught you? I have given this question some thoughts before, but I'm grateful for it again because it's really helped me to go deeper. First and foremost, it has taught me the importance of working hard and continually. Many times, my family and I have struggled with things like getting the cattle broke, and not just to the point where you can put a halter on them, but to where you can brush on them, lead them, and set them up correctly and many other things that will help you succeed. Another good thing that I've learned is to always get to know your calf. Get to know what they like and what they don't. Understand them and work with them, not against them. If you're setting them up and you're poking at their feet and then they get all fussy, then don't poke at their feet. Just pull them forward. If they're facing this direction, but they want to face the other direction, then let them face the other direction, unless it's under different circumstances, because there is a fine line to where you have to know when to just let them be and to correct them. Um, If it's a cool day and they're excited, always make them mind, make them learn that They have to set up and behave just a little bit before they can be turned out. Or like if they're hungry and they see their feed and they're ready to be turned out, don't beat them up or anything like that because that's not going to help matters at all. It just makes matters worse. And so make them mind a little bit. Don't be overly angry or anything. Just make them mind and then let them go and be done with it. Sometimes it can be hard to not get mad at them. I've experienced that sometimes, and they're not wanting to cooperate. 
they're being very bad, but take a deep breath and just try not to get mad. Because if you do, they're going to sense your anger and then they'll get all wound up again. And through time, I realized that the cattle industry isn't just showing cattle. We own a large ranch that has been a part of us for over a hundred years. With one of my Hereford heifers, I got a taste of partnership and handling and making money. We sold half of her to some people and we're still IVF flushing her and she's producing embryos and giving birth. Last spring, I went out to check the pasture she was in every day and I checked her and the other calves because she was supposed to have a baby and I was so excited. Then one day when I went out to check her, I found a cute little bull calf with a red little spot under one eye. I was so happy. When she had her first calf, I was also excited, but this meant more to me because I was the one who went out to check her and I was the first one to see him and proudly report to my parents. I have also learned just taking care of them in general, like how to give shots and of course feeding them. The group of Hereford Sale cattle that we sell December 6th on SC Online Sales needed a vaccination for worms and respiratory health. A few days after, we happened to find that a heifer had liver flukes. She looked very healthy on the outside, but on the inside, she was not healthy, which is why it is very important to stay up to date on your vaccinations and worming. When we got my Tulsa steer, which we called Maverick, he wasn't exactly crazy. He was just sensitive with the head and he didn't really like to be messed with up there. When we took him to the Wichita Mountain Classic in Lawton, Oklahoma, I hadn't really been that familiar with him, but my parents thought that I could show him and it would be okay. And so we did. And I went in for class and he, he didn't get away, I think. But then when I went in again, he did get away. And then he got away again. It was not a fun experience. So we worked really hard with him. We tried to get him fixed up and to break him out of that. The next show we took Maverick to was the National Western in Denver, Colorado. And by that time, he had a nose ring to help keep him under control. So I wasn't as nervous that time. And he did not get away. He acted great. He didn't even try. And we were very grateful. I thought it was over. I thought he had gotten himself out of that habit. But it turns out I was wrong. When we took him to the Southwest District in Chickasha, Oklahoma, he got away again. He got away three times. And not only was it overwhelming, but it was very embarrassing because it looked like that we hadn't even touched him, that we hadn't worked with him at all. And so we took him back home and we started working with him a lot and a lot to make him better and better. And then when we took him to the OJCA preview show and the OCCA in Stillwater, which were back to back this year, he did not get away. He didn't even try to get away, and he acted fantastic.
And I'm going to tell you, I was nervous when I went into that ring. The whole time we were fitting him, I was just praying that he would not get away, that he wouldn't even try, and he would just act good. And if he did try, that I would be strong and I wouldn't let go. And I prayed the whole time I was in the ring, and I was just so scared, but he didn't. And so I was very, very grateful. And then a little while later, we took him to the Tulsa State Fair. And that time I was also a little bit nervous, but I wasn't um, nervous that he would get away or act bad, that we weren't even going to be able to have the market steer show because they threatened several times to cancel it if people didn't wear their masks. And so we tried to be a good example and wear our masks in the makeup arena and in the show ring. And thankfully we did get to show. And I was so, so glad for that because we had worked very hard and I was, it was very nerve wracking that they might cancel it. And after seeing the Oklahoma Youth Expo be canceled, I didn't have a steer that year, but I saw the other disappointed kids and I was very scared that that would be me. And I'm very grateful for how I did. We got through class and breed. I was named champion market steer, which was very humbling. It was an honor to be picked by Dr. Dave Duello. I've had some very special experiences and this was definitely one of them. And so with that, showing cattle, I have learned to win and lose with honor, which isn't really something I've had a huge issue with. But every time I go into the ring, I continue to get better. And my parents have always taught me to win and lose with honor. And they made it very clear that if I threw a fit or if I acted like a snob, I would be in big trouble. And so I'm very, very um, grateful for what they taught me with that. Our next question, which was asked by Cassie Brimmer, was what have you learned from starting a podcast? I have learned so much from that and it was a really good change in my life and I've really enjoyed it so far. I improved in my vocabulary, which I think is good because if I went to livestock judge someday, which I was talking to my mom about this the other day, I said, if I was, if I'm going to livestock judge someday, I'm going to have to learn a lot more vocabulary. She's like, yeah, you're right, but it'll come. And so this is a good start of doing that. And I've learned to be more conversational. And I've also got to meet new people and I've gotten to know people better. And I've learned from the whole thing in general, the whole process in general, just contacting that person that's on your wish list and praying that they say yes to do it and then when they do you're excited and happy and then doing the interview getting over being nervous about it and being conversational and letting it flow and then editing the interview which takes a little bit of time but it helps kind of perfect it and make it better I have learned about other showmen's work ethic and their competitive drive and what they do in the barn every day. And it made me feel a lot better and more confident that I wasn't alone in my struggles and that they had struggles too, like getting out every single day and doing the same routine. 
getting their calves to behave, and it was really great to hear about their daily routine and how and how they work to succeed. It has also helped me to learn how to keep lists and to be more organized and to set goals. Every now and then I'll set a goal for the number of plays or the size of the audience. And I also like to make goals for the people we interview and I definitely keep lists on that. The whole thing has been a great experience. Thank you for listening to this interview. If you enjoyed it, please like and share it. God be with you as you shoot for grand. Thank you.